0: Hey guys, that's right. Welcome back to A New Geek Father. It's another week and we're bringing you more trials, tribulations of being a geeky parent right here on the GUI Network. I am Scotty Big Daddy Preston. Call me Scotty P. Call me... I'll just say whatever. I have too many (laughs) nicknames to go (laughs) through. And by my side this week, one of my regular co-hosts, I have... F.U. Hunter. What's up, bitches? The Mr. Father Ultra here. (laughs) That's right. What's happening, man?
1: Uh, not too much. It's kind of yeah. a, it's a sad week. Uh,
0: it, it's yeah. it's it's been a, it started out a great weekend. Yeah. Which well that's going to be the meat of our episode, but uh I and editing is just going to be raw. Like I said it's going to be ODB style. We're going to do it raw. Yep. I are because of the time that we've had this week of uh, the part that's made it rough, that has made it a little bit sadder unfortunately. We've actually had two deaths. I want to say main big deaths in the geeky yeah. world, man. It really has, what most people will know about is Sid Haig, yep. of course, with his revival in the horror realm. Thanks to Rob Zombie. <clears throat> Pardon me. And I, and if you really know his work, you know, he did so much through the 60s and 70s. Not only horror, but action in the 80s, um, exploitation. You know, he worked with Pam Greer, all that great stuff. Great things there. Also, I want to give a shout-out to Aaron Eisenberg, who, if you don't know who that was, he really made the mark on the Star Trek world as Nog, the first Ferengi to join Starfleet. Uh, A great character throughout that whole series, actually. He started out as a child, uh, You know, being on the space station and everything went through there. But what he did later, besides he was a photographer and everything, he had a great podcast called The Seventh Rule, where they talk about the Star Trek world. He, he, He brought in so many great actors and people that were on various Star Trek episodes, series, and everything. He continued to make his mark, more so in the background. But he did it great. I followed along with him. And honestly, politically... He he said some funny stuff and what uh, most of, what what obviously what <laughs> some of us believe in and stand now, behind. Now did he do uh, the cons and stuff? He did do a lot of the cons. Uh, they were just mainly I believe the West Coast. He didn't do a whole lot of traveling for him. Right, but he I know he did some of the bigger actual Star Trek okay. exclusive cons and then a few of the others. Just Cause I know various areas with like Sid Haig.
1: That's going to be noticeable. Like, you know, I actually talked oh, about yeah. this. Uh, yeah. We recorded uh, from the Mouse of Madness uh, kind of episode on Sid Haig uh, uh, yesterday and pretty much talked about one of the things that's going to be kind of noticeable is that that dude came out for the cons. He was there a lot of the time. He did. And Every the- year, Scares, the Cares, he was, he was there from the first year.
0: And the same with Aaron Eisenberg, um, because I want to give props to both those people. Right. They did a lot for those benefit shows, the communities. Um, the big one with Sid Haig was the scares that care, even though he was so ill and
1: yeah, the last it, couple of years it was the
0: last couple of years. But he went out there. He still raised that money for the different charities, everything like that. And Aaron Eisenberg did the same type of thing. Like I said, he just he didn't travel as much, but he still was. That's why I was kind circles. of curious. Yeah, he, he was still with the circles, and they, and they did a lot too. There, there were some charities that any of those Star Trek conventions worked on, right? And anything he definitely made sure that he was a part of, and a lot went towards that as well.
1: Yeah, because I mean, so you know, I've gone to a ton of horror conventions, and obviously, with Sadeg being involved with, oh yeah, the zombie yeah. movies and everything like that. You know, he was at a ton of them. So I just said no, if you know, I've never been to a Star Trek convention. So I, I
0: honestly, me neither. But unfortunately, there's also been a lot of cons that I don't get to there. And I never got, I wanted to meet Aaron Eisberg. It was building up to that point where it was just like, oh man, maybe I can re- get out to a con. Sid Haig, I actually got to meet, but never, I didn't get a chance to get a photo op or anything like that with him. I met him actually. So yeah, you, like, you, different... didn't,
1: you didn't change your profile photo yesterday? No, no, Sorry.
0: I didn't have anything to use, man.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm just messing It was just funny because, like, you could tell, like, a bunch of the people in the GI family. Uh, oh, yeah, family. yeah, yeah, yeah. That day, profile change, photos with uh
0: because yep. so we'd all tried to yeah, meet him. Well, but I at least got to meet him, and yeah. that, that was the great thing, was just I got to meet him, talk to him a little bit, and super sweet dude, man. Yeah. Super sweet. So, a quick little salute there from the Geek Father family to the, the great people that we lost, the, the great artists of our time. I... It hurts. Yeah. That's that's all I can say. It hurts and unfortunately it kinda joins a list this year or, or the past year or two of Seriously. just some people we've lost. But that's why we or why I even started this podcast, why you helped me, why some of the other guys have been able to help me out with this is that we want to make sure the next generation knows about these guys. Yeah. Whether if they're not here anymore, I would love it, you know, for either of my children to get into the horror realm find these old movies, and see who these, you know, Sid Haig was, or, you know, if they get, and, you know, to watch, we watch Star Trek, we watch DS9 yeah. all the time. Like, I've I've probably seen that whole series six, seven times easily, and the boys recognize it. They just, you know, it just doesn't click. That They're just like, oh, you're watching Star Trek again. It is so. kind of weird that
1: I have this wall of autographs, <clears throat> and it, it's like, now that's... a another person that I have autographed that's no longer yeah you're us. not gonna get another one I've got a Roddy Piper so. one I've got a Carrie Fisher autograph yeah now yep. like
0: man it hurts man <laughs> it hurts and so we're gonna try to leave you know that that was the downside to really this past weekend however we had a great upside like I said Holy it really crap. started strong like last
1: week up through last night what
0: well, you you got to do last Tuesday yeah. Which was the Aquabats.
1: Yep. That was that was a <laughs> big moment for me because that was, I've seen Aquabats before. I took Charlotte to see them. Sure. Years ago. And uh, that was something that my son Parker had really gotten into when I was first dating Charlotte. Like, we were listening to Aquabats. He really got into it. So, they were in town last week. Took him to his first, like, actual actual show. Yeah. He had a fucking ball. It was awesome. That so, is. That's great. And... It's such a weird mixture, though, with that show, because it's like, you know, oh, you got these ska punks, and then yep. kids.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And my, my buddy, Matt, who I'll bring up probably a couple times on this, because it, it's a guy, this guy I've known since high school, punk rock life all the time, everything, and he had both of his boys actually at the show, which are the same age as mine. Right. My, I just, and then this is where I'm going to put in my declaration of every kid is different. They can love the music. They can be, doing a live show is way different. Yeah. You got to wait until the kid is ready. I mean, because I know of other kids that have, no, you Fighter
1: know. 16. This is his first show. Just to exactly.
0: give you an example. <laughs> my buddy, Matt, his kids are five and two. Yeah. And they've been to multiple shows. Yeah. So it's, it, it's all about the nature of the beast. And a really big one was you got to see Aquabats twice. In a week. In a week, because uh, we all unfortunately we had to travel to Baltimore to hang out for a show. Yeah, that's that was the only downside. That show though, I'll try. I'll, I'll travel to Baltimore. That. Thank you to not only the Aquabats who were there. Angel Dust opened. I like some of their stuff. Sorry guys, but Aquabats were there. But then we had suicidal, suicidal. Tenancy, Bam. You want to talk about positivity of any age? That it was that very, psycho very, Mike, holy shit! I would like hire Tony him. Tony Roberts. Uh... Yes, oh my god, that that was just beautiful. And then that's why I say any age. I mean that what he talks about and the stuff that that man went through. It can, it, it's there for everybody.
1: That's so, my favorite part of that was literally, you know, he came down to the crowd for institutionalized, and you know we. Yeah. Were regulated to our seats. There was a pit area, we were too, but um, those pit tickets are a little pricier than I would have paid. But it was cool because yeah. we were like, okay, they're probably just gonna hit the pit area. That's it. No, dude came out into the seating yeah, area.
0: Dude, dude, dude. He was ran less up than, there,
1: was jamming out with them. That was fucking awesome. He,
0: he was less than a co- He even ran by us. We yeah. were just a little bit behind you guys. Yeah, and he ran by us, and it was. Just fucking phenomenal, man. Because we're people, too. Us seat we, people. people yeah. <laughs> and let, let me just say, people in that pit area did a shitty job of running the pit.
1: You mean the fact As that every, the crowd. every band was like... Even the Aquabats. You know, the Aquabats were like, yeah. um, are you guys going to like move around? Actually or do anything?
0: Just... Over half the bands asked for a circle pit. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. But... Besides the great motivational speeches, songs by the Suicidal Tendencies, even though that sounds contradicting with the title (laughs) of the band. The um, motivational speech by the Suicidal Tendencies. We also had the great... (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. You can do it. Wait, what can I do? Yeah. Is suicide an alternative? Yeah. You know, we'll see. It shouldn't be, but it does happen, unfortunately. Then we had Pennywise, who of course is... Fucking, it's Pennywise. I like how, and we we
1: we plan ahead of time. You know, a lot of us, we had several GUI family at the show, yes. and um, all of us that are Pennywise fans, we all know what that last song is going to be. Always, so
0: always. We, so
1: we planned it out. Yeah, start playing Brohem, We're all going to meet up, do a Broham,
0: chant it, arm in arm, and we did. Yeah, it was we fun did. As shit, and. That the, the funny part is is that we actually had to move. That, I, I still yeah, find we that were, funny. Yeah, we, we decided... We weren't to... in the pit area. We weren't doing this. We weren't bumping into other people. Yeah. At yeah. least extremely, I should say. But we were asked to move. Yeah, well, because I was, it was, I was sitting in
1: one section that was like the kind of first section near the stage, and then y'all were the one section back. Right. And we decided there's, like, a walkway. not There's not in front of any seats. We're like, all right, so as soon start playing the first couple chords to Broham, let's all run up, meet up. So we made sure we were out of the way, but apparently for it, one of the security people, that was still
0: too involved. And it's not like she could have done much. It was a very tiny <laughs> With woman. Us?
1: Yeah. And she
0: was brave to approach, like, four larger dudes just to be, like... And hey, we, you guys need to move. Luckily for her, we weren't
1: heavily <laughs> intoxicated or jerk-offs. We True. So we arm in arm, <laughs> we <laughs> literally it, it was like as, that,
0: as if we were one
1: entity. We're like, all right, let's all move. Like,
0: like any of those football comedies where you see the huddle and they have to move the huddle and yeah. you have to stay in the huddle. That's kind of <laughs> what we did. Yeah. So, and we finished out Pennywise said with Brohem, of course. And I've got to say, this is gonna be I I held off on posting this, but I talked about it. It was almost to the day, my 25th anniversary of seeing Rancid live. No shit. I saw them once, September 1994, at the flood zone here in Richmond. 25 years later, I had to go to Baltimore, but I see Rancid again. There you go. And those are the only two times I've ever seen them. You seem to
1: remind me about how you got to see them open for a veil. Like, I think you've.
0: Oh, yeah. You might have mentioned
1: that a few times around. I think I did. Almost as
0: much as the pillow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, (laughs) why you got to bring up old shit? Oh, okay. Anyways.
1: Did (laughs) that say about the time I met Jello Briafro? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyhow.
0: Anyway. Um, and how? About, and, well. <laughs> never mind. I'm let's not gonna get go on into that, that, that kind. kind of. But overall, guys, it was a it was a great performance. Thank you to those bands. They were great for the crowd. They were very positive, trying to get yeah. everybody to. like I love a that the show. By the way, Aquabats, in
1: every one of their shows, certain songs they bring out. Um, the you know.
0: Inflatable pizza. Inflatable stuff.
1: pizza and oh, yeah. sharks, something like that. And when they did pizza party, they brought out the inflatable pizzas and they got one of the kids that was in the pit yeah. to get on the pizza and the crowd walked moved them around on the inflatable pizza. That was
0: really goddamn definitely. Cool. And for the bands to recognize that for because all the bands that played today or played the other day, except for Angel Dust, because they're they're in older bands, but they, the Angel Dust is like a side project. So right. it's a little bit newer. They have a couple albums. Again, they're not bad. I prefer their first album. They played mainly their newer stuff, so I was like, eh. But they recognize that there's... When these bands at these shows recognize that there's newer generations coming out, hanging out, following in their parents' footsteps. Uh, some of these band members, or a good chunk of them, have children as well. Um, uh, One of the guys from Suicidal brought his kids out on stage well, I was, while they were playing.
1: I was about to say, um, I actually just watched this last night... It's this documentary that came out about, I don't know, six or seven years ago. The other
0: F word? The other F word. I love that documentary. Which
1: is, and it was, you know, it's funny because I just watched that. And it was, you know, like three days after watching Rancid. And Lars is on. Yeah, the upward, he's
0: one of the main dudes, And he's man. talking
1: about how he's taking his kid to, you know, the park. And all of a sudden, all the other parents just seem to disperse when the punk rocker yep. is there with his kid. Oh, yeah. um And then it's it's heavy on Bleed uh, singer Pennywise, like with his kids. Yeah, and, because
0: he's talking about touring yeah. and stuff like that. So, I, again, that, I think that's what really fuels for to not only go see these bands but for the the people that take the extra time, you know, you still have to buy a ticket, usually, even though it's for someone who may not sit in their seat, <laughs> you're you're still spending the money and everything to take your kids to these shows that
1: and, I, and I, I'll be honest. You know, I, get, I get a kick like when parents do bring their kids. And you get the kids with the little homemade, like, cut-off vest, you know, Mm -hmm. patched up. And I saw a few, like, little mini mohawks. And I'm like, yeah, so goddamn That was
0: awesome, man. And, (laughs) all right, so, there were teenage kids there. I officially met the youngest child ever at a punk rock show. Two months old. That that is kind of crazy. This couple showed up right in front of us. We were at our seats with a two-month-old had. They they were smart, you know. It's the, the I, I don't even know if it was boy or girl. It doesn't matter. I had the ear I'll call them earmuffs, you know, to help lock sound. Yeah. Because again, for any parent knows, a two month old probably geez. shouldn't
1: be taking in the full sound of that. No, yeah. definitely yeah. not. They're 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 still... <laughs> developing eardrums. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but the child did great. They were very smart on how they did that. It it was awesome to see that that there's a whole. I almost want to say revolution, but it's not quite a revolution. It's just that people are not going to stop mm-hmm. just because we have our children. Yeah. We again, there's all sorts of different levels on when you get them involved or how you get them involved. As long as it's the right way and it's what the kids want to do. Because again, I'm not going to sit there and say, "Hey, you want to go to this show?" No. Well, you're going anyways. No, I'm not going to do that to my yeah. kids. You know. No, that's why that's
1: why I waited so long with yeah Parker like and because I I get drag him to a show but like I wanted his first show to be something like he was really yeah, but, really passionate about
0: yeah me. and if he's and if the kids are not going to enjoy the show that can mark him way later as yeah. well oh, I he mean he was he and, was
1: jealous when I was uh, you know he he knew I was going to that the the Baltimore show and he was like oh man I was like sorry dude I. I can't really afford any more tickets. Right. But yeah, right. I mean, he he definitely would have gone to that. Like, you know, he's listened to a lot of Pennywise. He's listened to a lot of Rancid. Oh, yeah. So, I mean.
0: Oh, Logan officially wanted Pennywise on his playlist now. That's awesome. So, you know, it's... It's there. It's which building. one? Uh, fuck authority or? Uh, <laughs> mm, I might slip that in in a couple yeah, more you years. You get a get a, you call, know. get a
1: note back from the teacher. Like I don't know. He, I think he's saying something about authority, but I couldn't figure it out. Like, oh no, 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 it's a different song. No, yeah, no, I don't know what you
0: are talking about. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> where, where has he heard that? That, that devil music it must be his grandparents. Where, oh yeah, t- shit. <laughs> oh my goodness, that that would definitely not happen. No, Anyways, no. but. I, I just thought it was great to mention that there was this was such a huge show, and it it happens with metal. It happens with other genres, but with punk rock, you really see it take hold. Mm-hmm. You know, I will even say a touch of more so hardcore, like if you look at a gnostic front, a couple bands like that that have definitely had children involved over the years, you know, them having children of various ages. what does Daddy or mommy do for a living? We play music. This is what we do. We got to go on tour. We got to do this. And for the people to bring their kids out to, I mean, it's got to be hard enough touring as it is. But when you're sitting there, you know, a child is a flip of the switch. Yeah. You know, they they could be digging the music and all of a sudden if they're hungry, that's all they give a shit about. Yeah. And you have to get them food stat, whether they're in the, you know, the band could be in the middle of the best set you've ever heard them play, but you got to feed the kid.
1: Yeah, those kids do like to be fed. I
0: know. It's it's so demanding. Jeez. You feed them one day and they want food the next day. Right. So, but, well, my buddy Matt was smart, though, because he has younger children. Right. Um, he, He just went ahead and did lawn seats for the show.
1: Yeah, which makes sense in a scenario like that. Absolutely. Because, yeah, I mean you can try to get pit tickets, but you know, I don't I think having a kid on your shoulders the entire show might get a little and you know besides that, you know, you don't want to misplace a kid in the pit.
0: No, uh, nobody's idea. looking down per se yeah, when yeah. you're in the pit for small Excuse
1: me, excuse me. And then you see the kid walk into the uh, circle pit and like
0: uh, uh, Oh no, a wall of death, watch out. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like that's it's not gonna fly so well. So he he was smart, and he probably saved a few bucks as well. You know, he just did lawn. I mean, that, my buddy Matt and I we we've seen so many of the same shows together. We end up at the same shows. He was at a, the Avail reunion, nice. as well, and everything. But when he, even when he did, he was at the same Aquabat show Tuesday as okay. well, though. And but there are pictures you mentioned on the shoulders. At one point or another, he had one of his one of his sons on his shoulders. There you go, watching there, and they're there are pros at it now. But that's again just he got lucky in that aspect. Yeah. That's one of the things he got lucky about, where it's uh, his children overall. Now, they're still kids. Yeah. So there are times where it's just like, are you really able to enjoy the show? You know, you kind of nudge him a little bit, and he's like, I can hear the music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> here. I'm, I'm here. I'm and, here, and I hear him playing the song I like, and, you know, that's... <laughs> so, and... And that that's really the the meat of it. It yeah. is when it comes down to you really have to it, it is a choosing your battle and finding out. I will say say this. I mean, I would have
1: loved to have tickets in the pit, but I still had a great goddamn time, you know, oh, yeah. in, in the seat area like I thought I was going to get more irritated, but yeah, especially Rancid. They they played oh, most man. of Outcome the Wolves and which are just great sing along songs. Absolutely. Anyway, you know, if you're not able to be in the pit, because you know, I've seen some bands and you're just so distracted. You're like I like I can enjoy this, yeah. but it's not at all the same in the pit. And I, I still had a great time. And,
0: and, and honestly, just for the punk rock life and the punk rock genre, it was there was so much positive energy. Yeah, and when you can expose the kids to that at a at a big show like that, the bands that were there. I know those bands saw shows. Actually, that brings up another case in point. Ain't um. Even though the band Angel does, I'm really not into their stuff. But they walked by my buddy Eric with his son Damien, slapped on an all-access pass on his kid, and was like, here, have this. We're leaving. Because they were what? done with their set, and they're from Baltimore, so they were going to go see family and shit. Yeah. And they were like, here, oh, yeah, and slapped one on my buddy Eric and was like, he needs a parent to go with him. They were up on stage from Pennywise I, and right. Rancid.
1: No, I don't want to hear that story. No, no. God damn it.
0: See, so there are benefits to taking your kid...
1: That I would exploit the shit out of my kids. Exactly. Well, and yeah, that's walked, what I'm, like yeah. just had my daughter you, you, just walking around, be like,
0: "Boy, she <laughs> certainly like, like to be backstage right now." Right. Damn um, it. I mean, my my buddy Eric did tell me that they did draw the line. Like, security was like, "You still can't talk to the band." Yeah, but you can get up on stage while they play. You then can, you pick you know, your child,
1: say, "You going to tell her that?" Right. Right. <laughs> and then you and, just use your child and say, "Can you tell Lars over there
0: how badass Project they are? Human Shield exploitation?" <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> and any. That's what we're going to start doing. We're just going to start taking our children to be like cuteness. Yeah, this is
1: see my cuteness. See, If I'd known that, then I could have passed the word because um th- there was one song missing in Ransom set that I was really waiting for, and that was Salvation. See, if I'd known that, I could be like, can you get your child to go over there and just like you know let them know like, can you play Salvation
0: before your set ends? Right, and. <laughs> I mean, they played yeah, pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean, so. I was about to say you really can't argue with that set that yeah, they played either. Yeah. I mean, it it was great, but the positive energy that was there that really relays over to the kids, I thought was phenomenal. Oh, let me also give props to a father I talked to as well I, because I told him I was like props. He had his um, looked like his daughter there as well. I uh, but he was couldn't have been any older than four or five, but he had a son with Down syndrome. Oh, yeah, I'm already there, talking that. And, and he had his earmuffs on as well and everything, but that kid was jamming. That's awesome. He was jamming to all of it. And for, I mean, for anybody who's worked with Down syndrome or any, I, I'm just trying to think of the polite way to put this, but any type of special education, anything like that, like my niece is a special ed teacher, different things like that. And then you want to talk about it, it doesn't matter what age they are, and it could be a flip of the switch on when they're having a good time right. to when they need something done or to go do something. So for them to involve them with within that as well, I thought that was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. You know, it, it was just one more prop to a parent who's just, you, you know, it's just like nobody is doing anything less, but you're definitely doing an extra step here. You know, so like definitely props out to... To, well, to that couple, I, I, girlfriend, wife, whoever she was, that I, I, did, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want intimate details. I, I don't know him personally, but I just wanted to make sure that he knew that it was a good thing, like I talked to him and everything, make sure that it was a good thing, that involving the kids, man, there's no reason to hide it from him. Yeah. And I know we we I know we've talked about music. We've talked about having to get babysitters because there are aren't, you don't want them at every show. Yeah, there's I'm, some not, shows. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to take my my five year old to the Municipal Waste show to be no, perfectly honest. now.
1: Not I no. had them see sick of it all. No,
0: uh, see I would love for them to see <laughs> sick of it all. But Municipal Waste as much as I love them, that's a, that's a that's the now Parker. We should I think if Parker was you'd, into them, you'd probably jam the fuck out. So. I see t teenager and older for municipal waste yeah we could try to work I out a the younger him, for sick i got that. him in a hate breed so he's 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 already See, a little, fair enough yeah. fair enough that that's a good crossover there good crossover but guys we are gonna keep this one a little bit tight tonight because again as all parenting knows time is of the essence it's been a week we spent a lot of time away from our kids over the weekend we've been making up that time it is a school night Oh, yeah, it is. As well. So always keep that in mind. But, guys, I just wanted to say thank you again to the bands we saw, Rancid, Pennywise, Suicidal Tendencies, Aquabats, Angel Dust. There were some great little Kusa things happening as, right before the bands as well. All right. Some good local stuff. They, they're just cool little jam out things. You obviously got there before we, I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We did get in there. <laughs> but, guys, thank you very much because, again, we know those a lot of the guys in the bands I. Uh, our fathers, as well, what they do on touring, we much appreciate, and that they're also willing to spread the love for the friends that came with your kids to the shows. I know we play i I played with them like we we were out playing i like I went to go see my buddy Matt and I was running around with his kids, and we were having a good old time. That's the whole point of it is if no if the kids aren't having a good time for a legitimate reason, you know sometimes again the kid could go off. It's not worth it no. Save it for later. Save it for the teenage years. Hopefully, they're in the same into the same stuff by then. God, fingers crossed, <laughs> dude. Um, that that's that's one of my biggest worries. Is just hopefully my boys are at least somewhat close or whatever they get into, I can hopefully tolerate. Yeah, that's the key there. So, but again, guys, thank you very much. Again, a very tight episode tonight. Again, a much uh, condolences to Sid Haig and Aaron Eisenberg's families out there uh they will be greatly missed for all the great works that they do as well and we're gonna wrap it up there we'll do a quick uh gypodcast.com That's of course right. catch all of our episodes put that forward slash store go see our friends at t public get all the wonderful merchandise our faces our designs all over there's the place so many and, podcast
1: merch out there god so. there's so much now yeah, i heard there's some like new podcasts that are really there ass. Are. yeah
0: But I hear there's this one where these two jerk-offs talk too much about... I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know you you can't talk shit. I was talking about Beautiful Descent. I mean, from the mouth of... I mean... All right, well, you're uh, not on there
1: anymore. Taking you off the list. You're off
0: the list. (laughs) You go check them out for yourself, though, guys. Listen up to all of our podcasts we have available. G.Y. G.Y. Nights. Uh, Of course, the pre-cap with the Bruce bringing us the great future of entertainment throughout each week. Uh, anything else that we got for any future announcements that I'm trying to think of? I know there's been some changes. There's a couple so of events, say, uh,
1: we've got set up for our October. We're getting into our favorite GUI month. Yes. GUI loves which, October.
0: Which, speaking of, we're about to hit October, which means even the Geek Father here, we will be talking about, uh, we're going to do our usual, we'll do a, probably a safety episode, of course. Just keeping the eye on the kids, because we know... Not only are the nut jobs out there all year round, but Halloween seems to bring out a little extra in the nut jobs. Yeah. So, uh, we'll be talking safety, but also all the good times, all the great stuff that we can do with the kids, without the kids. Everything G.Y. related, horror-wise, is... It's our month. That's yeah, all I can yeah. say. It's our month. So, are you good? I'm good. Good. So, guys, thank you very much. I'm Scotty Big Daddy Preston.
1: F.U. Hunter. Join, Join us, us or cry. cry. GUIPODCAST.COM <laughs>